0: Here with us today as we continue our journey along with Joseph, and we see God's mighty hand in his life, and things seem to be turning around for dear Joseph. He really has gone from the pit to the palace. So, where are we today, Jeannie?
1: With a shower and clean shaven. <laughs> ah,
0: that's right. GQ all the way.
1: Well, we uh, left off with. Uh, Joseph heard the dreams of the Pharaoh. Uh, he gave credit to God and said that he would ask the Lord, basically, to give him interpretations. He used his gift, and um, the Pharaoh seemed to immediately receive Joseph's uh, answer of what the dreams, dreams, the dreams meant. <laughs> I put two words together that there was indeed coming a, a great famine, and um, but there would be seven years of plenty first, and then seven years of Famine, and that was a uh, really serious predicament. Egypt and all of his people are going to be in. So, how to prepare? So, I'm amazed that he has embraced Joseph. You know, so quickly. So yeah. quickly, yeah. You know that the dreams are pretty powerful to make him frightened. And
0: uh, well, God's hand was with Joseph, right? <laughs> and yeah. I guess that's why we pray for Joseph's favor. Right on people, you know, in their jobs and what have you.
1: And we had talked about how God is behind the scenes, always orchestrating everybody on stage. So He's been, you know, preparing Pharaoh's heart for this day that he met Joseph, as well as preparing Joseph to meet the Pharaoh. Of course, the
0: Lord knew all this was coming. Uh, Joseph didn't. No. And you may be in a chapter in your life. Where you're waiting, and you don't know what's next to come,
1: right?
0: And so, let God write the rest of the chapters of your life, and trust Him. We're just
1: to be ready, Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously, He's gone through years of training, and uh, so now we're in um, Genesis forty-one verses. 33 through 36. And we're going to review quickly what Joseph's answer. I mean, he could have given this uh, interpretation of dream to Pharaoh and then said, okay, it may or may happen, Pharaoh, you'll find out. But he actually gave him a solution. And this was pretty powerful. And it was inspired by the Lord. Verse 33. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let the Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce, of the land of Egypt in seven plentiful years. So 20% of whatever is, comes through the crops, they're gonna scoop it up. I guess that would be like a, a tax of the people that they would have to turn in 20% of it to headquarters. Is that? Sounds like it, is yeah. it? Yeah, and they would keep it probably in their big silos mm-hmm. And 35, and the people might have been grumping about it too, you know, because they didn't know (laughs) the bigger picture. I wish
0: all we had to pay was 20% tax. And verse
1: 35, And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh, and let them keep food in the cities. Verse 36, Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine Which shall be in the land of Egypt, and the land may not perish during the famine. So this is the the plan to help them to have enough when the famine hits for those seven years. But again, like we mentioned before, uh, Joseph, this is a plan that's come directly from God to Joseph. But Mm -hmm. he's had all these years of of being an accountant, you know, overseeing things. So, you know, you wouldn't think doing that with the sheep when he's a little boy at home with Jacob, his dad and his brothers would bring him into a future like this or being in charge of Pharaoh's household or being in charge of the prison. Yeah, the prison. But all of those were jobs that he jumped around from learning skills. And so I know um, in my own life and I know in your life, we've had a lot of different jobs yes, and God has used those jobs to not necessarily be an end to to it of our career, but teaching us. I know even managing um, stores, I was learning how to oversee people and try to develop their talents and their help them to grow into stronger people so that when they left my employment, they would be better off than they were before on their journey, you know. And uh, so that was part of what we do at church, you know, and, and for you, you've had different jobs that have prepared yeah, you, know, you for being a pastor.
0: I worked uh, for ATT t for so many years, but <clears throat> I actually had wide range of assignments. I don't think that I was ever in any one position or assignment uh, for more than, you know, I think they were all less than two years. <laughs> And I would either get promoted or move to another area. So I had so many different experiences with so many different groups. In fact, one of the assignments I had, I worked with uh, <clears throat> with the union. So I got to see how, how they viewed things. And, and so, yeah, all those things were helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. Accumulative. Yeah. So regardless if you're a young person with one of your first jobs or you've had jobs along the way in your life, um, don't belittle them in your mind because with each experience you've learned some skills that you wouldn't have learned and you've also met people that God wanted you to influence as you're going along but uh, this is definitely a, a time such that's, as this for Joseph. It's a fun
0: way to think about your jobs and your positions isn't it?
1: Yeah I've always told my kids you know just think of it as you're going to school and it's a college class but they're paying you yeah you're learning some skills meeting people and they're paying you to do it but you might not necessarily stay in that job forever Mm -hmm. so anyway so joseph is uh telling him what he believes the answer would be and the interesting that the 20 percent that he picked is we're going to find out that it's going to be enough to not only cover the needs of the egyptians their own people there, but also that they'll have surplus so that they can open it up because this famine is going to go worldwide Mm -hmm. and people will come and actually buy from them and it'll be money put into Pharaoh's pocket. So he was pretty brilliant. So uh, verse 37, so the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and the eyes of all of his servants. Interesting that he had others that were in leadership that were agreeing to this and buying into it. You know, they could have just Mm -hmm. been jealous and say, who is this guy? You know? Um, And Pharaoh, verse 38, said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is God's spirit? Boy, they really recognized that it was God. Yeah. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch (laughs) as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word.
0: My goodness.
1: Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. What a promotion.
0: It's just mind-blowing, you know, because I still have the picture in my mind of him, you know, crying at the bottom of that pit where his brothers threw him in. And And then in my mind, strapped to the back of a cart with Midianite traders on the way to Egypt. It's like, oh my gosh, and then, the uh, mistreatment of being sold as a slave, the mistreatment that he got from Potiphar's wife, thrown in jail, forgotten. You're just like, wow we, You're in charge of everything.
1: Right. From the prison one day into being in charge of everything. And he had really stressed to the Pharaoh that you need a man of discernment, somebody that's going to be wise. And uh, he, we talked about Joseph wasn't promoting himself. No, but why not. is it important to have somebody with discernment and character to have? Because you know, when people rise to power, even though they may start out right, oftentimes it corrupts. You know, yes. we've even seen that with, unfortunately, with, you know, pastors even within or, the
0: church. Yeah, yeah that they, they start, start out, right. out
1: humble and sweet, and and then all of a sudden they get attention, and then they they become too self focused and the enemy comes in and, and takes advantage, and then the poor sheep, the flock underneath, are not taken care of the way they were supposed to be a servant over them.
0: We have so many things we can talk about here, but let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for loving us, and thank you for moving our thoughts off of ourselves and onto you and your marvelous plans for our lives. Bless my brothers and sisters, encourage their hearts today, I ask this in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you soon.